back. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Over the Bridge Podcast. My name is Bilal, and today we're joining the studio by. Yo, it's Patrick again, P Money. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Tommy Dyer. Hello, everyone. Got Tommy Dyer today. <laughs> and still in the Hello. studio with us, we have from our last episode you were listening in. Solomon. We've been camping out all week, actually, just in yeah, the studio, just, thinking out the next episode. You know, like trying to work out what the. It's not like we record two in a day. No, nothing like that. Like that. No. <laughs> nothing like that at all. Um, <laughs> wicked. So thank you, everyone, for coming back. It's really exciting to sort of jump into this. And what we're going to talk about today is something that's been playing on my own personal mind for the last week, which is around this idea of like dress code and what does it mean to dress professionally? Where did we get our ideas of professional dress from? And how do we, how might we as people, I'm growing up in the world today, re-perpetuate this idea of a standard of dress. What do you guys think? What does it mean? Firstly, what does it mean for you to dress professionally? Depends, man. Like, I don't think dressing professionally is, is, is a kind of classist thing. Like, what are you going to work to do? Are you going mm-hmm. to work to, you know, are you to a builder? Flex. No, no. Flex but on it them. Depends, it, depends what your, it depends what your industry is. So we have to look it? good when we flex on them. But for me, it depends on what your industry is. Like, mm-hmm. So me dressing professionally... Obviously, I understand that in most people's minds, you wear a suit. If you work in the city, you wear a suit, you wear a nice watch, Rolex, whatever. But for me, I'm like, when I go to work, I just want to be comfortable. I want to just do my work and do it well. And the best way to do that is to be as comfortable as possible, whether that's my clothing, whether that's how I'm able to express myself in the office. Do you see what I mean? Mm. Um, So I think it's very much tied up in dressing professionally and professionalism is still something that needs to be decolonized. Interested. What do you think? Uh, to me, I dressing up smart is, I mean, look, I work in the city, so you dress up smart. That is uh, a suit. If you're going to see a client, you wear a tie. Mm. Um, I like to shave. Not that I don't think it's uh, something that everyone does. I just like to shave um, just to be kind of clean shaven and, and whatnot. Even so though, you don't have to. Don't have to. I don't have to. But, you, you told know. me you do have to shave, bro. But for me, I feel like I have to, innit? I feel like I have to. I'm not forced to shave. Oh, okay. Because there are people that, I go like, there's a there's a someone we go meetings with him. The guy's got a massive beard, mm-hmm. but I just like to I like to do it anyway. Yeah, um, just the whole clean kind of. And I guess thing, but, for you, it's yeah. like a kind of, especially in the city, it's like a sign of respect. Like you expect the other person to make an effort, look smart. I say yeah. make yeah, an yeah, effort yeah, yeah, yeah. in inverted commas. No, I know what you mean. But there's obviously in any kind of social context, there is a standard of um, speaking, like register. Um, how you interact and I guess how you dress. So in the city, traditionally people wear suits. Yeah, I think that's part of that. Um, I think like normally on a work day, just wear trousers. Sometimes just trousers and a t-shirt. I'd honestly just wear most time. No shoes. Um, so I could, honestly, I go in with trainers to work, man. No, not sliders. But honestly, most of the time, I go in, I go in with trainers. Where yeah. I am is quite informal, though. You can do. But if yeah. I'm gonna, if I'm actually gonna see an external client, you put on your shoes, and as they will as well, kind of thing. Yeah. It's, it's a formal meeting. You're talking business. Cream yes, I put on. <laughs> Uh, you need to you need to relax. Tom, listen. what did you do at Goldman though with your shoes? Ah, uh, let's not talk about. Wow. It. What did he do? All right, so oh, oh, I, I, why are you hurting my? I really was trying. No, this is what this is why we need to have salt in the studio, man. man. I actually up, know bro. this story and I didn't. Bro, you I, I listen. What happened uh, to you? Allow me, allow me. No, I should actually put you on smoke for this, you know. But did he wear? It's fine. No, Uncle Sandals. No, no. So um, listen. I was I was really juvenile about this year, but um. I basically, I was. You I was, wore black Air Forces. No, nah, I didn't wear black Air Forces. Basically, <laughs> I, I came in. I don't even, I can't believe you even brought this up because I've don't forgotten need to about it. Explain this. it, bro. It's, it's fine. a rhetorical no, question, man. It's fine. Nah, because you like, anyway, 
Anyway, we'll move in it. But we'll so never know was, what happened. No, no, no. So, so what happened? I'm laughing because it's, it's. I think it's quite embarrassing. I'm a bit older. That's why. But it's not it's really calm, a big deal. Man, but I was interviewing. Tom also lost his Doc Martens on a night out. But anyway, <sighs> you man are on. Just <laughs> sorry, Tom. Just carry on, man. He's gonna lose it. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna leave this this podcast room. You know, I'm actually I'm done. I'm actually done with you, man. All right. So there's two things I need to explain in terms of. All right. So Goldman, what happened with that one was, um, I was now nah, we're gonna move on. But basically, I, I was interviews and I just I, I was angry at certain signs and I just took my shoes off in a room in a formal meeting. Just took my shoes off and I was like, here, and then I just crossed my legs with just my trousers and socks. It was just really mad. It's like one of those things like Ronnie O'Sullivan just put in just put in the cue ball down, being like, "F this, I'm sort of tired." That was me years ago. That's not that bad, Tom. Yeah, I thought, but it was, so it was kind of. I thought you took off your shoes and like you had no socks on, no, no, or you didn't cream on. your foot or I, something no, like and that. And I, I cream every day. Why are you not coming for <laughs> no, me? No, I'm just. Yeah, you yeah, you I'm made it seem like it was mad embarrassing. No, no, it was at the time because you shouldn't, shouldn't, it's just, it's, it's oh. yeah, we really should be doing that. It should be formal, kind of. It was a formal context mm-hmm. and I'm just like, ah, oh, taking my shoes off like I'm in my yard. Um, as for Doc Martens, yeah, worst things have happened in, in, up in, up in our uni times, in it? So we'll, we'll move on with that. <laughs> so, formal dress, what is it? Professional dress. Yeah, what does it mean for you? So? It depends. So, I, my first job was as a teacher <clears throat> and obviously it's your first job as well. You're a 21-year-old secondary school teacher, so that's a big jump. I was not a suit, but tie, shirt, mm. all that kind of smart stuff. What was nice is that on Fridays, we had uh, kind of like cultural Fridays where, you know, the uncles and aunties would come in the traditional dress. Oh, okay. Um, okay. As teachers. And that was really powerful for the kids so to see. There were a lot of, um, there were a lot of black teachers at your school. There were, there were, yeah. Mm. A lot. Oh, a lot. And were they mostly from West Africa or like? No, a mix. Say, a mix. Yeah. So Caribbean and... And yeah, West African for mm-hmm, the most part. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so you had that option, which was really nice. Mm-hmm. Did you ever indulge in that? Did you? I didn't. I didn't. I no? need to. Yeah, I should have gone to the market. My mum would have sorted me out. But what's your background again? Are you going in as well? No, I'm a half Nigerian, okay. Somali, and white British. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so mix. So you got yeah, you got a few different things to choose from. Yeah. Exactly. None West, of... East. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. But uh, no, it was pretty straightforward. Then um, I just got a bit tired and just thought, you know, I didn't need to wear a tie to work. Again, like Tom rebelling a little bit. Mm. Um, and that was fine. With what I do now, it's interesting depending on the clients I deal with. Mm. So if I'm at a tech company, everybody's, people are wearing trainers and jeans. It doesn't matter. Listen, they can be on a- That's why I'm the way I'm. I work for a tech company. Six-figure salary. doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, yeah, but then yeah. you go to a law firm. I don't firm. have a six-figure salary. <laughs> <laughs> you go to a law firm and they're super sharp like Tom would be when he yeah. goes to- to work in the city now so it's a mix for me it's just dependent on who I'm around yeah I'm um, not in terms of oh what I can get away with but it's just people mm. unfortunately do get offended mm. if they don't feel you've dressed appropriately yeah yeah um and also you can feel on edge if you're performing in a professional arena and you're and, underdressed yeah and you're under you or you feel underdressed and mm. you feel people are judging you yeah mm. I definitely know what you're saying but I'm just like <sighs> I like to dress up. Like, I'd like to dress well. Like, yeah. I do like to put on a suit, but I can't wear a suit every single day because it's just like... It's like school. Yeah, well, yeah. And also, it's like, do I feel comfortable? Like, I yeah. want I want to just feel comfortable and I want to... like wearing a suit. I'd wear a suit on the weekend. Yeah, no, that's, yeah. but that's what I mean. Like, for me, it's, it's a very personal thing. Like, I will obviously take into account the surroundings and, like, what the occasion is. And if it's, you know, you wear a suit kind of occasion then I'll love to put one on because I like to dress up in a suit. Um, but yeah, when it comes to like sort of work environments, it's like, 
you know, whatever I feel comfortable in. Some days mm. I might wear, put on, you know, a nice pair of shoes. Other days I'll just, some, I go to work like this sometimes, like just tracksuit bottoms, mm. t-shirt. And for me, it's like, if I get my job done, you know, there shouldn't be any, there shouldn't be any questions asked. Like I've come here to work, you know? Mm. But, yeah, I think for me, like my big question is like, why? Like, where does this idea of you have to dress professional and is professional meaning wear a suit if you're a man, wear a, like a dress and even a blazer suit if you're a woman? Mm. Where does that come from? I think it's just about like appropriateness of the environment. So like, like I was saying before, dressing professionally means different things depending on what you do. So, but for example, say if you were, if you knew that you were going for a job as a construction worker, mm. what would you wear to an interview? Uh, you probably, it depends. You probably still might wear... Suit, I? I wear my dickies, man. No, you probably still might wear a suit, though. Yeah. Do you know what it is, though? Because the way I see it is, like, unfortunately, the world in which we live in, yeah, perception is reality. So, and until you've opened your mouth, I can't tell what's in your brain. I might be able to see in your CV this and this and this and this and mm. oh, I can perceive that he or she is clever. Mm. But it's sort of, I if I'm interviewing someone, mm. I want to see, and I have interviewed people as well and I have seen people come in without a tie. And I'm like, listen, make an effort. Like, you're really? not going to make, yes. We're like, I'm, I'm, and it's not really bad, but it's like, listen, you are applying for a job. Yeah. Make an effort. I'm checking if you've got a tie and mm. I'm checking if you've polished your shoes. But you're, oh. you're, you're saying that because you know that the environment that you work in, that matters to the people. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Exactly. But it's also, it's also the fact that, like, just make a concerted effort. Mm. Like, we, you know, you will see soon enough that um, not everybody wears a tie. Some people, even, people who are senior where I work, they, they wear flipping jeans to work every day. Mm. Do you know what I mean? But you almost mm. like you got to earn that but, privilege. To- like, so to speak, so to speak. So it's like, no matter where you're, and I always think whenever you're going into somewhere for the first time, some environment, it's always yeah. better to slightly overdress knowing that you can bring that down. So if you wear a suit with a tie and all of a sudden no one's wearing a tie and you feel comfortable to take that yeah, off. Yeah. But as opposed to underdressing and then you go somewhere and you have to overdress. To, yeah. you know it's making I mean? me yeah. think of, you know that scene in Pursuit of Happiness? Yeah. When um when Will can't, he doesn't have the, when Will Smith is playing the character that, and he can't, he doesn't, he's come from like working all night or something and staying in a motel and hasn't got access to like a suit mm. and he's covered in paint. Or something. Oh yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. And he yeah. goes into that boardroom and everyone just looks at him like he's mad. Yeah. But actually in the circumstances, it was like the last thing on his mind was putting a suit on. You mm. know, like mm. what it was is like, no, I can prove myself and get this job. Yeah, yeah. And it just makes me think about, you know, like is this whole suit thing perhaps in a way, um, what's the word? Preventing some people from yeah, accessing yeah, things definitely. because it's seen as a barrier. Yeah. I mean, like I was saying before we started the podcast, Bilal, it's, it, there's class attached to it, you know? Um, I remember, I think it was you that were talking about um, on your interview day. Um, I don't remember which college you interviewed at, whether it was Homerton, but you said that there was a guy that was like, you could tell that his, his family like bred him to be Another economist. Oh yeah, he was reading. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This brother, he had, I remember. It, well, I think a, he had his um, his tie. That's right. I must tie a DFT copy well, of DFT yeah, on his lap. Yeah. Everything else, he didn't. He didn't get a place, or maybe he turned it down. But <laughs> no, I don't know. But you know. Yeah. But I remember but, it. Yeah. But this is what I mean. It's like so now someone that comes from a different background, you know, they may feel 
um, what's the word? Intimidated by that kind of environment. Yeah. It's for the if, image, though, so, isn't it? But if if image but is important, this no? is it. So for me, I can talk from my own perspective, and mm. I'm really thinking out loud on this because it's something that's been on my mind all week. Yeah, well, why don't you explain the reason why this has been on your mind this week? Because you, yeah, had a it was a dilemma. It was week, a, had it? a bit of a dilemma this week, whereby I so as a facilitator, I wear whatever the hell I want to wear, and every day I pretty much dress in dungarees and a jumper mm. or a hoodie. Or many, are you going to get married in those? How many dungarees? pairs of dungarees so. do you have? You got about twenty pairs of dungarees. No, I've got 13. But anyway, <laughs> um, yeah. It's man. like heavy one with tracksuits. If anyone wants to sponsor me and just provide me with dungarees, I'll happily finally become. Are you really going to get married in dungarees? I hope so. Anyway, yeah. You're gonna put a can I can I tell my story? Land, yeah. land. So, so I wear what I want to wear to work. And as a facilitator in diverse inclusion, I also find it really important to set the tone for what a session's gonna be. Okay. By being like, what as soon as I've as soon as you come to the room and figured out that I'm your trainer, did you have perceptions about me based on what I was wearing? Mm. What does that mean? And I actually bring it up sometimes in sessions. So I find it useful to just wear what I'm comfortable in. And that day I'd been Doing a session in Oxford and was running late because the train was delayed and mm. knew that that evening in London, I had to be at quite a fancy event. Mm. And this event was like canopies sort of dinner for a, like a law firm, was put, a city firm was putting it on. Mm. And I knew I knew where it was, it was like quite a swanky venue, all of that stuff. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I, I need to be there because it's an event that I'm at and I'm speaking at this and sort mm. of thing. But this is what I'm currently wearing. Mm. And for the first time in my head, I had a dilemma about what I'm wearing because mm -hmm. I never care ever. Yeah. Um, and this time I was like, do, should I, should I, I don't have time to mm. go and find new clothes before getting to this event. The options are, I go as I am, but I'll be late, but I'll be there on time. Or I acquire new clothes and I'll be late. Mm. And mm. I put it on Twitter being like, what do you think I should wear? <laughs> um, and people basically were splitting the answers where some people were saying, no, 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 that's, um, you know, that's really unprofessional. You need to go and change your clothes and what, you know, and find some new clothes and, you know, you need to make an effort, all of this stuff. And other people were like, no, it's an inclusion event and you're, that's your job. You should just go as you are. And if they can't include you like that, then that's them. Mm. So in my mind, what I then did was I decided, all right, if I stop in Oxford Circus, can quickly run top man, get a shirt and still wear my dungarees and stuff and just go as I am. Mm. So I decided to wear a, like, I only wear like vintage pattern shirts anyway. So mm. I bought a shirt, which is like to most people unprofessional in the sense of what it is as a type of shirt. Mm. And I went and no, I don't, I don't, to be honest, I didn't really clock if anyone noticed me because I was more just worried about just getting there on time. And I yeah. walked in, sat down, did my thing. Um, so it's been playing on my mind about the reactions that people gave me to that tweet. Yeah. More around, because it was a split thing around, yeah. no, be you mm. and be comfortable in that. Mm. And they should accept that. Mm. Or people going, um, no, that's really unprofessional. It's more important mm. for you to be late, but be dressed in a way that other people perceive you in, as something else. Yeah, And it's just been on my mind because mm. of that. It's like two kind of, uh, uh, what's the words? Like two pillars or two cornerstones of like Western capitalist living, like being on time. Mm. Or dressing smartly. Yeah, so like, it was like, like either way, one, which, which one, yeah, which one either, do I yeah, do yeah. value more? Um, I was going to sort of come back quickly to what you said about um, you were half tempted to just dress as you do, just you know, come as you are because you want people to, you, you want almost like you want to allow people to make up their own mind about you based on how you're dressed. Like that's mm. how you come to your, when you, when you facilitate. And I think for me, that's part of it as well. Like, I know who I am. Like, I know what I know. I know that um, I'm well-educated. I can speak well. Mm. Um, and I know that I can handle myself in most social situations. Like, mm -hmm. whether it's, you know, fancy drinks or canapes at some event, like, 
after the experience that we've had, obviously yeah. gone gone through Cambridge or whatever, and you know the kind of people that unfortunately sometimes you have to meet and whatever, yeah. we know how to conduct ourselves in those environments. So mm. for me, I'm very much like I'm very well assured of who I am as a person. So if I turn up to work and you make a judgment about me based on what I look like, mm. um, and not on the content of my work or how well I do in meetings or whatever. That's your personal problem And that's told me more about you but Than I, you know I, about me I honestly think that's a problem With society as a whole That mm. when it comes to um, As I said earlier I genuinely think Perception is reality How people perceive you mm. yeah. Often that sticks As that's, their reality that's, that's absolutely fine and, That's something that I accept yeah, yeah and furthermore I also think that sometimes Style is more important Than substance At least initially Do you mm. know what I mean I do I do believe That's the world mm. in which we live mm. But actually it's kind of like um, but I like to conf- I like to confound people I like people to be like Oh raw okay. Yeah no It's you know nice I mean? it's, like, it's nice It's No no I, I understand it completely Nice mm-hmm. to kind of um, Change somebody's narrative And feeling about you But it's, it's it's kind of like We Because We judge people so quickly mm. When we first meet someone mm. So what did they say Like you'll meet someone First 10 seconds 20 seconds You already have a Set idea of who they are And that idea might be So left of who the person Actually is mm. But we've made that judgement And we all do it And we're all quick to judge people um, And sometimes Hopefully for the better We get can, corrected can, in Yeah that. Can I ask you something mm. Because This idea of dress code And dressing professionally mm. I think I'm um, Perhaps is something to do with even when we were younger, what the expectations on us were and how we dressed. So I can talk from I remember being little, yeah, and my dad used to love dressing me up in waistcoats. I don't even know why. Like, mm. I had I, w- I was that kid in church that always had to wear a suit. Sunday best for church. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Sunday the church best. that I went to wasn't that kind of church. People quite relaxed, right? So I people always used to like sort of take them. And to be fair, like I it bothered me, but at the same time, like I knew like this is how my parents want me to dress. Mm. Sometimes I try and push the limit and not have to wear a tie or whatever or wear sort of mm. smarter trainers. What but reasoning did they give you for dressing you up for they church? They just said, look, like, church dance is very important. Um, did they wear Sunday best to church of course, themselves? Of no, course. just asking, yeah, just yeah, asking, yeah. isn't it? Just, yeah. yeah, so they were like, for, for them, it's like, you know, um, their faith means that, you know, you want to look your best when you go yeah. to church because it's an, it's an important thing. Mm. So for me, like, I, I was kind of like, you know, the kind of younger hill song, not like that, but do you know what I mean? Like, I was just like, do you know what? I don't, I think I've always been that way. I'm like, it doesn't matter what I'm wearing. Like, if I was poor, like, mm. do you know what I mean? I I, would, I could only wear what I can wear. Do you mm. know what I mean? I just go to church. Yeah, I but I was like, you know what? Mm. If this is what my parents want, I'll wear my suit. And I think that's where I kind of had this thing of like, I don't mind dressing nicely. Like, did you I not- can wear a suit and look nice as well. Just, just to clarify, did everybody here, did you or did you not wear a suit to a Cambridge interview? No. Oh, that's a good question. What did I wear? I did. So I was in sick form, so you had to wear a suit. I think I just wore my school uniform, which was I, a suit. I wore a suit as well, I, which um, was school yeah. uniform. Yeah, yeah. I didn't have a suit, so I wore a like I wore like like suit trousers, like school yeah. trousers yeah. type yeah. trousers. Yeah. And then I was a kid who just wore black Nikes to school rather than school <laughs> shoes, yeah. so I wore them. And I wore a I think like a black shirt, yeah. but then I just wore my leather jacket and a hat. Yeah. So why is it that we? Wore a suit, not Bella, but why is it that we wore a suit to our Cambridge interview? My mum would have cussed me. She took yeah, me there. Yeah, I mean, my mum would have been like, "You need to look smart for this one." Exactly. Son. Yeah, I, f- I think it was. I think it was that. I mean, yeah, I, f- I feel like because I was at school as well. I, for sixth form, I just had to wear a suit, mm. so it wasn't a thing mm. to me. Um, if I were to do it differently, I'd probably still wear a suit now. To be honest, I would. Like, I, I, in that kind of situation, I'm just like, I'm not really. 
gonna take a chance. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm yeah. just gonna. It's just because. But what is it? So what is it about the value judgment that people make based on what you're wearing? Do you know what it is? It's professionalism, just, which is also equated to. I honestly no no. Do you know? Mm-hmm. Do you know what somebody yeah. somebody uh, actually someone said to me. Um, this I heard this some before, and I don't know how true this is. Actually, people mm-hmm. who are listening, let us know if this is true. Mm-hmm. So, ladies, if you go out on a date with a guy, do you look at the shoes first? Because I've heard that before, that they look at the shoes first to see if the shoes are polished or I clean. I don't know, man. I've been on a lot of dates um, wearing these. No, I'm just saying, though. No, 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 but I'm, I'm saying, like, because... Bilal's... Bit, because of the effort. The muddy trainers, bro. Because, <laughs> He's a I don't know if this is true or not, but it's because I've, I've, I've heard that they want to see if you've made an effort at being able to, you know, clean the shoes. And if you can clean Bilal's the like, shoes, out then... out here dating park rangers, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. But no, I've, I've heard that before, that actually but it's, making an effort, I think, right? like, so, yeah, it, it is about, you know, rising to whatever the occasion is and reading what the the the, the social context is and, and, and dressing appropriately for that. I think... Part of the reason why I would wear a suit to a Cambridge interview, but when it comes to work, I'm however, is because it's it, for me, it's about, um, what's the word? Um, my level of power. So in mm. a Cambridge interview, like, I'm nothing to them, like, until... But do you, I remember them saying, just dress in what you're comfortable in. Yeah, yeah but yeah. they say that. They, you know, that you know, yeah. Yeah. that's wow. how they catch come you on, up, man. bro. Come that's on. how they catch come you up. It's, it's true, it's but true. Let me just... I mean, I still went there, man. <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. But let, let me... So let me just explain. So with Cambridge, it's like, I don't know yet if I'm going to get, like, do you know what I mean? It's like, I'm, I'm almost asking them to allow me to come in, but with work, you've given me the job. I passed my probation. I've proved, I've already proven myself. So I don't need to, you know, do this. On my first day of work, I I wore smarter clothes than I do now, for mm -hmm. example, because it's like, you want to at least set a good impression. So I hear what you're saying, Tom. But then after a while, it's like, I don't really need to, like, I've already proven to you that, you know, I can do what I need to yeah. do. If you require me to dress nicely, I'll dress nicely. But I, that's not how I feel comfortable coming to work. So I'll just do as I as, as I feel most comfortable. As someone who employs a couple of people, my what I say to them is just, all I care about is productivity, really. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm. Yeah, it's important if we go to a particular event where people yeah. be dressed in a certain way. But I wear, you know, black Nike tracksuit bottoms sometimes mm. to work because I just need to... Sit down for eight hours And yeah. stay on spreadsheets But what, what about when you interview them though? The same kind of logic That Patrick gave earlier yeah, Did so you, you make a value say... judgement on them Based on what they were wearing When they walked into interview? No, because at that point I don't care All I care about is their CV mm. Um, And I want to have an intellectual mm. Head-to-head with them about what And they did they come they in in suits The candidates? No, or they didn't wear? They didn't mm. Yeah Come as you are Yeah, mm. they didn't I think it's definitely A generational thing And it's a very yeah. recent thing as well Like I know people that are Like in their like mid to late thirties that still have this um, thing about appearance, yeah. appearance at work and not just physical appearance, but um, you know, like what time you arrive at work, that being very important. You need to look like you're busy, even though you might not necessarily be busy. Oh, the kind and, of presenteeism and, and all of them things. And, there. and the kind of work environments that like I sort of came up in, like I, I worked for a tech company for a long time. They, mm. they just cared about, are you doing your job? Are mm. you hitting your targets? Are you doing your job well? And all the other stuff is peripheral, mm. it's superficial. Because people get real, I've noticed that people get real offended sometimes with my attitude towards what dress code is. Because mm. I think since I, I think because of my dad putting me in waistcoats when I was little, I've always 
had it in my head that I don't like this. And I'd always be rebellious against any idea of like a, a like a code of conduct of dress. Mm. So even in school, I'd be the, like, I'd always wear like a hoodie and be told off. I'd wear like trainers. I was that, like, I didn't want to wear the suit. Mm. And when I got to uni and to feel like it's carried on throughout yeah, forever. Yeah, yeah. And then I've noticed that particularly generational, like older generations have a real problem mm. and they take it as like a personal affront. Yeah. If you're not meeting that that requirement of yeah. a dress code, yeah, yeah, and I really wonder, like, but like for me, it's still, but why is that so important? Mm, mm, mm. Because both, I think, like Patrick and So, at least both of you said to you, it, like in certain situations, it doesn't matter to you as much, but it matters more about what other people are going to say or think about you. Mm. And what Tom's saying is, no, I actually quite like wearing a suit, and in my job, I have to. Mm, mm. And I'm interested. What do you think? Like, we're we're not women. But obviously, like, there's a code of conduct for, or a dress code for, like, women mm-hmm. in these sort of settings. Mm. What's it? What does it mean or look like in your spaces? What what dress code for women? Yeah, it's like I said, my because my, the expectation uh, on women is from men. So what is a what is in your you industry know, most, like the men? Uh, I mean, Tom is. I think your work environment is the most formal. Mine is. Like, yeah, so I literally just, just I mean, but the, I mean, I'm just thinking about the women. The women at work, or do they even like? What might men? All of them, all of them dress actually very stylishly. Actually, to be fair, but you, but they'll still wear very nice shoes or tra- trousers. Not not necessarily like power wear, mm. but they all just trying to think. Do guys at work ever stylish. say something about like what the women at work are wearing? No, never. and even even if they have, that is probably above my pay grade, which I would have never heard about. But yeah. I've never openly heard someone say this. But all of them dress, yeah, just they just you know what I mean, just I wouldn't say formally, but it just they just very nicely, like it's well put. To, even if it's simple, like just. Mm. Jumper trousers and maybe even flats yeah. is just really well put together. Yeah. Actually, they yeah. dress a lot better than I'd say what the men do. Honestly, sometimes I just come in just trouser and t-shirt. Especially if I've worked like really late, late the night before, mm. I'll just I'm just like just please just, just have a shower, cream including creaming of ankles. Thank you very much, Patrick. And, and, and uh, behave that cream. <laughs> that make sure every, I'm, I'm not one of them people that creams just the parts that so, the extremities. Cream everything. Anyway, do, do but, women in your workplace always wear makeup? I haven't no, even I looked know. enough. I haven't even. I haven't even. I don't think so. Mm. No, I actually I'm don't. Th- no, I'm trying to think. I. I mean, I don't even look that closely enough. But I don't think so. Mm. I don't think so from what I see. Mm. I mean, other places are probably an expectation, and also as well, it's really. I mean, that's their choice, isn't it? If they mm. want to wear that and and stuff. But again, it depends. Kind of, it depends where you work. If you're wearing someone that's, if you're w- working someone that's really, really, really formal, because even though I work at arguably the most formal place. Mm. We don't have to be formal like that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, it just it it depends. And honestly, I'm thinking about it now. I don't actually know where the dress code comes from. I don't know where the idea of you go wear a suit with a tie or you have to shave. This is what I wanted. To I don't know where it comes actually, from. Yeah. I don't actually know where it comes from. Yeah. I like where I've always. I'd say I've always liked wearing a suit because I feel good mm. in a suit. Mm. So I, I've never minded wearing a suit, and I quite mm. I quite like getting them, especially when you can get a nice discount mm. from some of the nice brands and all that. Shout out Jaeger when they do their sales as well. Yeah. Massive cuts and that. But I've always enjoyed wearing. So I've never had a problem wearing yeah. one. Do you know yeah. what I mean? But yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, I guess it comes from. I mean, the way that. Wearing a suit is something that's like an international thing. I think that has its roots in colonialism because of obviously Western uh, culture was exported around the world. So mm. the standard of um, conducting business uh, and being professional, that has taken on a very sort of Western, mm. it's been influenced a lot by the West. And I guess where that ultimately stems from, I mean, I'm just trying to make sort of educated guesses or whatever, but 
if you look at like, you know, hundreds of years ago, even like in a place like Cambridge. Um, so education and um, religion was very much tied together. So that's why obviously in Cambridge, every single college has a college chapel because they were religious institutions just as much as they were mm-hmm. um, institutions for education. So if, you're, if you are a person of um, letters or you are, um, you know, somebody um, that, is, that studies, um, there's a code of conduct, not only um, how you dress, but also how you speak. So like educated people hundreds of years ago, they would know how to use Latin um, and um, in many cases converse in Latin and whatever. Um, and all of that is about status. And it, for me, it comes back to class. So um, yeah, this thing of dressing well I think is firmly rooted in class because it's a it's a social signifier. Mm-hmm. It just reminds um, me of. So I just, I just want to just piggyback off something you said. So Carl Carl Lagerfeld, who was a um, yeah, fashion designer, Dior, he, Dior passed away last uh, year. Yeah, isn't it? I don't know if he did Chanel as well, but definitely Dior. And um, he said whenever he was looking at his models, mm. apart from just not looking at them, we never know. Say into fashion, man. What happened there? <laughs> into huh? fashion. Do you remember that time when he just went on one about Fenty for so long? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Tom, Tom likes... It's like Tom, a 10-minute interlude. Just oh, yeah, that's you. Sorry, all right. Tom, 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 speak, speak. It's, it's, it's all right. It's all right. No, no, it's all right. I haven't spoken about Fenty in a while. No need to, but anyway. But, um, no, but... So, so Karl Lagerfeld, he said that he used to uh, look into the families of the models, not just the models themselves, but he wanted families from, quote, good stock unquote or something like that I don't think exactly what he said mm. but he wanted he wanted people he often wanted models from families who were well educated kind of like middle upper class that was kind of what he wanted that was kind of the standard of what he wanted because he felt, he felt that his his models would best be you know prepared to wear the clothes which to me just sounds kind of a bit stupid like if you listen it's like who's what's 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 the woman Jordan Dunn mm-hmm she, they found her in a Primark in Hammersmith. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what, what? I mean? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. That's how that's she was discovered. in Primark. Oh, in a, I go in Primark. Primark all the time. I doubt Carl Lagerfeld would have like found Jordan her Do you like Jordan Dundo? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that, that about what you're saying about the kind of the class thing, even that even feeds to even yeah. into... You know, um, just keeping on this kind sure. of class discussion, I was telling Bilal just before we started this podcast as well. Yeah, this is um, So when I was in uh, Rio, I found... I always do this, innit? Um, did but, you live in Brazil? Pat? Yeah, I did. Still, two how years. long for, my two friend? Years, yeah. Oh, is Everyone it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> when I was there, um, I can't remember what I. Oh, it was a film that I was watching, and it was about like how the architecture in the city had changed over many years, and they were showing all this old sort of stock footage. Um, and um, one of the excerpts was like this um, sort of promotional video about um, sort of coming to Rio. How Rio is this modern city, and this video, this. Um, Footage came from like maybe like the 1920s or 30s. And one of the things it um, sort of um, praised about Rio was the fact that in Rio, it's like this really kind of like um, posh American accent, you know, those those sort of, mm-hmm. those nasally kind of words. I'm not even going to do it, mm-hmm. but um, welcome to the city of Rio, that, that, that kind of thing, right? And it's like, um, <laughs> he's, the guy's like, um, what did he say? Um, in Rio de Janeiro, it is forbidden or only people that are wearing full suits can enter into the, the central um, historic part of the city of Rio, where obviously where all the business and everything took place. Now, the average temperature for Rio de Janeiro is around 28 That's degrees. That's what I was going to say. So like, so like full suit. Yeah, full suit. So you could only walk around in the center of Rio um, 
as a kind of free person. Does that mean that women couldn't go into the center of Rio? They had to be dressed appropriately. Right. So they, you'd have to wear a full suit or you'd have to be dressed in inverted commas wow. well. And this is in a... So, so do you see what I mean yeah. about um, how classism. classism is exported around the world via colonialism? Because this mm. kind of standard of, you know, because in the 1930s, this was like, you know, this is a modern city. It's not un uncivilized. In this mm. city, people wear full suits, even though it's 28 degrees. And I was just sitting there thinking like, rah, like this is the lengths that people will go to mm. um, to, to look or to have these social signifiers, even though it will make them feel yeah. very uncomfortable. It is interesting. Like the idea of the what you are wearing reinforcing that power balance and dynamic in the mm. room. Because even like there's this, you know, people will default to who's a, who's a white guy in a suit in the room, they're in charge sort of thing. Like when people scan a room and look mm. around mm. and like, or I remember one of my old managers telling me that when she first got promoted, she went and bought like a, like a blazer to have like a power suit and be mm. like, right, I'm a woman leader in an organization. Mm. This is how I need to dress. Even for me, when I first got a promotion, because I'd been chilling in the office like this all the time mm. with everyone and I was on the same level when I got promoted to be people's manager, mm. I went out and bought myself like a couple of shirts, like not a suit, but like a couple of like mm. white shirts to wear. Because I, in my head, it was ingrained this idea of this is how you dress to be in proximity or even in power. Mm, mm. Um, and I thought, yeah, it's fascinating. Yeah. I mean, for me, like I, I've done not similar things, but like, let's say like I've had a little promotion or I've had a good week or whatever. I will go out and buy things to kind of like, I don't know, not as a kind of, um, not as a signifier that I've done well, but it's like a little treat to myself. Like I, I'm, I'm very, I, I care about my appearance, but not mm. to the point where you know, I need to look smart to be taken seriously. But how I look, like my mm. aesthetics, I think about it, you know? Mm. Um, so I'll buy like a... Most of the things that I wear are quite casual. So I'll buy casual clothes, but clothes that look nice. Yeah. And I think, for me at least, um, if I feel like I, I, I'm well put together, it doesn't have to be smart, but if I'm yeah. well put together in a kind of smart, casual, casual sense, I think that speaks volumes. Mm. Um, but for me, it's not about necessarily dressing professionally, mm. but looking like, you know, I've, I've at least made an effort, even though it's not like I'm wearing something super smart. I'm just wearing something that's nicely put there together. Are some people who, there, I was going to say there are some people who dress, um, uh, quote, professionally, unquote, but it's, they're so unsmart and so unkept and so untidy. I yeah, find this, that's I often worse, find this different. So the one thing I often laugh is the way uh, if you see a, a, a European, and I mean like a continental European person with a suit, it's very different to an American with a suit. Yeah. A continental European person typically uh, very, the shirt is very tight fitting, but very kind of neat. Yeah. There typically is no belt because the, the trousers come with some kind of belt adjustment system. Yeah. In America, suits are very baggy mm. and often mm. just do not look particularly clean. Mm. Not clean, but just not neat is the yeah. right way I should put it. Right? It's not, it's not, Made to, even to, though, to measure It's not tailored it's Even though this is Professional dress On yeah, both sides yeah, yeah. But one clearly Is more fashionable Than the other And one is clearly More neat and tidy Than the other right So, so Yeah Can I, It's so know. interesting Because thinking about Your perspective on this Is that professional Equals suit right And that In your environment That is what it is And when people Come for interview They need to look like They've made an effort To, adapt, to be able to fit in In that environment when Sol's idea was like similar to mine, I remember when I was interviewing, before I left my job, I had to interview about 50, 60 people, right? Mm. And it was a role where it was front-facing in schools working with young people. Mm. The main thing, your main target audience is young people. Yeah. What I was looking for was the opposite. 
I was looking for someone who's going to be able to show up in our office and dress like themselves. But that's the culture, right? It's the, yeah. that is the cultural I mean, value me, that you're working on. But this on, is right? what I mean. For me, it was like, that's professional because yeah. you're actually dressing to, yeah. your, to meet your clients, yeah. to meet your audience. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I just think it's so interesting, the context-dependent nature of that mm. and how for some people, when perhaps when those two worlds meet or they like come at odds, mm. that's where it's like, oh no, like I, my value judgment on you is this, is that you're not professional versus like, oh, I think that you're dressing too nice or whatever. Mm, mm, mm. It's just an interesting clash. What do you, what do you, what do you think, you know, that the future of, of dressing professionally is going to, because I personally see that a lot of offices around the country where 20 years ago, it would have been, you have to wear a suit. Well, now it's dressed down Fridays, isn't it? Well, it, it went from dress down Fridays to dress down Thursdays and Fridays to just dress down, like... <laughs> just dress down. I, 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 think, I think the way that work culture is changing, um, yeah. and again, it it's not, not even just... be in offices anymore in the next 20 years. Well, this is what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? Like, For we'll me, it's, WeWorks, man. It's, 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 about, it's about the bottom line. It's about productivity. It's about, you know, how well you do your job. Less about appearances. Like, I think a lot of companies now are really trying to start to kind of change this this culture of, you know, how you look or, you know, are you seen to be doing your work or are you in the office at this prescribed time rather than just being like, are you doing your job? Are you doing your, are you doing your job well? Are you hitting your targets? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I think generally speaking, the culture of this kind of appearance-based uh, work environment is changing, but I don't know mm. what you guys think. No, I probably might be inclined to agree with you. Yeah, I think, me too. Yeah, I think things are changing. I think, um, you pr- I think kind of the, you know, even 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 places mm. where you need to need a suit, even rules are that, even rules on that are perhaps being relaxed. Maybe not to the extent where you go and see a client, yeah. please wear a suit for that because mm. that's a professional meeting between someone who probably is still going to wear one. But I think, it's probably no need. I think even like, and one of the things is even like attitudes toward facial hair has changed actually for men actually. Thank used to be God. every time shave it off. Now it's have a beard, keep it clean. I, I yeah. my own self, I like to be quite clean shaven. That's my preference most of the time. Yeah. So I do that anyway. If I had a beard, then I'll probably try and grow it and keep it neat. But most people, they do that. But yeah, I think it's yeah. kind of, things are getting easier as you, you go on. More relaxed, I should say. Mm. I think it's getting more relaxed as well. I think also this debate fits within a wider conversation about general attitudes to work. So we've mm. got flexi working, yep. working from home, yep. all of those kinds of things. And I, I think the previous constructs that we had mm. are slowly just uh, dissipating. Mm. Mm. Yeah, man. I mean, I hope so because that'd be good for me, innit? <laughs> well, you're freelance. You do your thing, innit? Yeah, I know. And I already do. I just walk you earn up your stripes. and, rock you up and shake you tables. Yeah. But Anyway, maybe you listening in have a totally different idea. Um, interrogate it, innit? Where does that come from? Where do your own assumptions about what makes professional dress come from? What does that look like? What does it mean to you? What is professional dress in your workplace and in your culture? Is it a generational thing? All of the things that we've discussed today. If you want to join us on a conversation, find us on Twitter at OTB Podcast UK and then on Instagram as well at the same app. Or you can email us at otbpodcastuk at gmail.com. It's Black History Month as well, so you probably want us to come talk at your events, innit? Pay us and we'll see you there. Thank you so much. Over and out.